What's going on and welcome back to another episode of Creative Digest where we sit down and we talk with other creators and creatives. We talk about their processes and their experiences. Today, I'm joined with some very special and new friends, actually. They're, they're, um, they're some recent recent additions to my life. Uh, Evan, a music producer, fantastic beat maker. Uh, Brian, just that guy, the second hand man. He is, uh, he's always running stuff. He's running stuff for Evan. So what's up, guys? What's up? How you doing? Good, man. Um, and Brian, what's up? What? Dude, what's up, man? How we, how we doing? I'm how do- we feeling? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. This is uh, a couple things. There's a couple really positive things here. Number one, uh, this is the first first podcast in the uh, Bearcast studio uh, for me. This is the, uh, the first recording that is taking place live, actually live, from uh, University of Cincinnati. And, and it is also the second podcast, or the first podcast to ever be recorded. Um, so there will be a video version of this. Uh, I don't really love how this first one's being done, but it can definitely be updated later. You just slurping in my, the mic? My, my fault. I forgot to hit the record. No, 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 no. It's, it, it, it's all good. So I, I always try and open up my podcast with asking where you got your start. So Evan, hit me. Where did you kind of find this inspiration for creating music, creating, uh, creating beats. And what was that passion like and where did it come from? Um, so when I first really got into music, it wasn't really like rap necessarily. It was, I I went through like an EDM phase when I was in like middle school and stuff. So, um, I remember like going on YouTube sometimes and just like finding these live recordings of people like Martin Garrix, Hardwell, Afrojack, they'd be at like ultra Miami and um, they'd just be on stage, like, playing their music, and everyone would be going crazy with, like, the pyrotechnics and everything. And, like, I don't know, that just, that was something that I could, like, see myself doing or, like, something that I would want to do. And I was like, okay, so, like, obviously they make the music, so how do they do it? And um, it, I really didn't start, like, uh, getting into music production until maybe freshman or sophomore year. I would watch like genius deconstructed videos on YouTube and stuff. And I was like, oh, so that's how they do it. And then, um, yeah, one, one day I just like downloaded a free trial of Ableton and, and like the rest is history. Dude, that's dope. Um, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people kind of like find that their origin from, you know, like p- being sparked by something, right? There was always, there was always like that thing that's like, you know, the reason I fell in love with movies was just the enjoyment that I had at a theater, right? Like, you know, going with my dad, all this kind of stuff. Like there is a, an experience always tied that kind of ties in with like the inspiration. And so Brian, you guys, you guys grew up together, right? Like when did your friendship start? I'll let Brian tell this one. So our, our friendship starts actually kind of a funny story. Basically, uh, we both took the same Spanish class freshman year of high school and we would uh actually he sat behind me i'm pretty sure for yeah. like our very first quiz there's a country quiz where we had to like we had to map all the countries and we had to write down all the countries and he he was a genius in high school as i thought right so he had he had all like all his grades high and stuff and i wasn't but this was freshman year so i had studied for this quiz and he hasn't and he tapped me on the back i had no idea who this this weird kid was like I had a mustache freshman year. Fun fact: there's a bad mustache and a bad haircut. It was awful. So uh, he tapped me and he said he was like, "Yo, like I need like I need this quiz answer. Like I don't know these." And I gave him my whole like my whole quiz and he copied everything down. And he told me one day 
said one day I'm about, or he didn't say one day. He said <laughs> I'm gonna buy you a monster. Like it's been four years, and I, I said, never bought you still a monster. monster. You still haven't bought another monster. That's gonna be like one of those like really uh, like full circle moments, mm, like yeah. when you like make it really big, right? Yeah. And keywords here when you make it really big. Yeah. Um, Funny thing is, he he told me he'd give me his monster once he won his uh, once he wins his yeah, first Grammy. I'll Facts. give him the monster once we're like on stage at the Grammys. He'll yeah, be on no, stage that's with me too. that's that's yeah. the move. And and there's actually a, a couple of like uh, me and my best friend. We like always have like our our uh, what are we gonna do when we go to the Oscars, right? Like because mm. you know it's like. You know, like, we're going to go up and, you know, we always talk about having, like, these, like, you know, hilarious speeches. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, when I get to the when I get to the Oscars, I don't know if, like, I'm probably going to end up being the guy who still, like, wears, like, the classic, you know, black suit, like, or black tux or whatever. And just has, like, a really sappy speech or whatever. But, um, I'm so. Just, I'm just going to be like, I told you so and walk off. Facts, literally. Like, and okay. I, I think a lot of, I think my Oscar speech would be, like. Yeah, this is like proof. If you just work hard enough, mm. here we are. You know, like I think that's a lot of anything. You know, anything that we've talked about thus far. It's just like we keep always circling back to discipline and hard work equals results. Like period. Every single time. Like it, it, there's not. There's every single successful person I think I've seen so far, or anybody who's been to the Oscars, been to the Grammys, whatever. I feel like they're always the people that are like. Yeah, like I worked hard. Now I'm here. Like you know, I, I I didn't give up. Or in the face of adversity, or in the face of whatever, I still found my way to like. Well, look look where I'm at because I I worked through it or whatever. I think it's I think it's cool to see that in all the documentaries that like all the like, I guess rapper documentaries especially mm-hmm. like the Travis one, the Kanye one, even the Lil Peep one. You you see like all the struggle and all like the the hard work they put in, whether they made it or not. Like what happened. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's something to attest to, like, even what we're doing now, right? Like, they, we don't have, at least I don't, like, I don't have, like, the audience. I don't have, like, the eyes I want on my work. You don't have the eyes of the listeners to the, to your work. And uh, and I think there's something, like, about that a testament that's, like, you're still out here grinding and trying to produce the best piece of content you can. No, and that's, that, that's something I definitely learned from you for, with my conversations with you, dude. Like, despite everything, you're like no matter what the circumstances you're always finding a way to put your content out there yeah like for me i feel like i'd always come up with like excuses saying like oh i only have the free trial version so i can't like save my beats but like when i know i could just like record it on my phone or like i could maybe use GarageBand where i can use where i can like save my beats but i may not have like the best tools and Mm -hmm. like the stuff that i'm used to but like for you you it's like by any means necessary with you, which is something I really like. No, I, something that's really commendable. I appreciate that, man. And I think that's a really good segue into, um, I heard this quote once, um, actually on another podcast. So I, I, I don't want to do, uh, the corridor cast, uh, injustice, but, um, the quote is there are people who do, and there are people who wish to do. There are sideline people, um, though it's easy to get discouraged seeing the other people quote pop off and force you to the side, but it's a choice that you have to keep making to take steps, right? And so, I, I, to me, that was really like that really resonated really hard. And I know like Brian, you talked too also about a lot of you know like it just takes discipline, right? Like being anything successful. Um, I mean, if you want to see any kind of change, any kind of growth, any kind of whatever, like whether it be working out, whether it be in your uh, in your creativity or whatever, it's like somebody is going to put in the work without a doubt. There will be somebody who is, um, 
is going to be sitting in this room, right? Like there's like four other podcasts casts being recorded at UC right now. Um, and so it's like, I had the option to be the, the fourth or I had the, the option to be like, ah, you know, like I don't really have the time. I'm kind of like super busy. Like, I mean, I mean, we just us being in the library today. I mean, that was just four hours of homework and we're not even close to done type thing. Like we have plenty to be doing other than sitting here talking to each other about, you know, nonsense of creativity. But I think there's it's something not nonsense. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. And I think there's something about like if you're not doing like my end goal is to be doing this for a living. My end goal is to be whatever. Like my end goal isn't to be doing homework. And, you know, if that means like. I, and I I say this in a university. If if my path takes me to you know not staying in school forever, cool. That means I'm you know where I want to be sooner. Um, but I, I don't know. I just think a lot of people get married to the sidelines. I think there's a, and you hear it all the time. Like comfort zone is this. Your comfort zone is the death of this or your whatever. Um, and I and I think that goes in with this sideline mentality, right? There is this. I'm okay watching from the stands. I'm okay like Yeah, being a bystander. And a lot of people are. Right? Like a lot of people are okay with being bystanders, especially like in sports. It's like, ah, I could never. I can never be an athlete like that. And so it's like I'm going to go whatever or in my instance, I man, I could never make a movie that good, but I love going to the movies. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like or I could never make make a song that hard, but like concerts go crazy for me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, like what it, for a person who has big aspirations and stuff like what is stopping them from doing what it is that they love like i wasn't always good at making beats like this is true yeah no (laughs) this guy is my witness bro like some of my first beats were literally just like three sounds just like over and over again like they were bad they were really bad but like one day i just like sat down and was like all right here's what i'm gonna do i'm just like gonna go at it till i'm satisfied with the product and at the time the product may have been good to me then like when in reality it wasn't that good Mm -hmm. but like i just kept going at it like none of this came easy like two years later i'm still here doing not the same thing but i'm still making beats trying to get better at it yeah and like i'm still networking i'm still trying to get my stuff out there but like you you just got to work for it like hard work will be talent every single time oh yeah oh my gosh yeah and like I mean, you see it a lot in, I think it's more so like hard work and like passion and like the desire to just do, right? Like, I I, I think we see this a lot with like, well, I'm not going to get down there yet. That's a different point for later. But for now, I like, I like the, the friendship that you guys have kind of like built thus far and like your aspirations for you want, where you want it to go. I mean, like. And, and, and some of my friends and like, you know, the business I was telling you about, like a lot of our aspirations are like, yeah, we're best friends, right? Like we are, we're homies. But at the end of the day for us, it's like, we want to make this a career, right? Like I want to, and so like I have in, in some certain circumstances of my life, I have the privilege to like employ some of my friends, but then like in, in your guys' really cool dynamic is like, you're like, I want to succeed. I want to make music. You are, he's going to succeed. He's going to make music, but you also have your own aspirations that are tied to that. You you know, like you guys are running something that's like super, I don't know, dope. It's like, it's a really cool, uh, you know, unique friendship that you don't see in a lot of places, you know? So that's definitely something to, to hold on to. I guess that's a bit of a rabbit trail, but hold on to that. Um, Brian, so do you ever like, kind of find yourself in a, and I, I, I don't know what the best word is, but like, do you ever find yourself in like, uh, 
it's a tough question. A place of apathy, right? Like a, a place of, you know, what, what's your major? Uh, business undecided. Business undecided. So like in that, what, what, what do you find is like challenges of being like, I want to be creative. I want to be like, I want to be up there with the rappers. I want to be up there with whatever. Do you find challenges in, I don't know, like where does, you know, where you want to be and where you're at now, do you find any complications with that? Like, does that contradict each other? Um, as of now, not really. Cause okay. I, I never really had like any aspirations to be up there, like with these big rappers. Like yeah. I, I never wanted, well, I guess, I guess now that, all right, hold on. First off, <laughs> I never wanted to be up there with like the big rappers. Yeah. Like I wanted to like become like an entrepreneur, like do my own thing, like maybe like invent a product or like run a store, or be a CEO or something like that. Which is sick. Yeah. Until, until I've like, I met Evan and we like went through all this stuff and like well, I know where he's gonna be in ten years or mm -hmm. whatever, and I just the only thing I'm gonna do is be with him. Like I could be running like some business on the side, like I could be running something for him, but I never had plans to like be like some producer, or some like rappers, like wingman kind of. I don't even know what you call it, but that's dope. And I'm glad you like I'm glad you don't find complications because I don't get to uh, <clears throat> talk to too many people like outside of the quote artistic field, right? Right. Um, and so, like, I always, like, really like to take these opportunities. And what I really find interesting and what I try to promote as much as I can on the podcast is every single field is considered creative, to me, at least, right? There's not a single mode of uh, entrepreneurship or, I mean, even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you do work a nine-to-five at, you know, a Fortune 500 or whatever, there's, some creativity there's still there. something creative about it. Um, and, and, and to me, I think that's how you like continue to find drive is to make your field, no matter what it is, creative, right? right. Um, and what I really enjoy about kind of how your dynamic is really set up and you see a perfect, uh, I don't know what the word is, but like almost like a, a recipe for success, right? In this situation. Right. And we've talked before, uh, Evan, that like, when success, or I'm sorry, uh, when opportunity meets preparation, that's when success finds, you know, is, is birth, right? Mm. And so I think right now, you guys are preparing, you guys are doing, right? Like, right. you know, you could end up running the business mogul of the music industry, right? right. Like, that is a thing that is super obtainable. Um, you know, management, like, that's huge right now. Like, management is so big especially in such a saturated market and that's a, one of my questions here in a minute but the the market is just so here and the it's so media forward and it's so everybody wants to be in it whether it be from my side of things or from your side of things or from the music side of things like everybody wants to be creative right right um and so like what do you think is i don't know like what what techniques do you find yourself like approaching you know from a philanthropist standpoint in in this type of industry or is that too challenging of a uh the main thing i tell evan is self-discipline over motivation self -discipline. so when you don't have motivation you need to have self-discipline because I, I don't even does that relate to the question you were asking that's a great no that's a great answer yeah perfect awesome <laughs> i'm gonna go in i don't even that. know what philanthropy means to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not our uh, frat has is a whole philanthropy based <laughs> USO. If anyone from Theta Chi is watching this right now, I'm just sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. So, I'm sorry, Brian. No, you're good. We're uh, academic weapons. But besides that, I, I remember this is probably what two, three months ago. He was like, he wasn't making very many beats. Like, 
I was in a bad place. Yeah, yeah. he was in a bad place. He like didn't really he didn't really want to make beats. He knew like he still wanted to be a producer. He knew he wanted to make beats, but he didn't have the uh, the motivation. And I was at his house and I was like talking to him and I I just I I don't I wish I could remember who told me this, but someone told me like when you don't have motivation, you need to have self discipline. So like obviously he didn't have the motivation, but I like forced himself into having self-discipline and he was like all right i'm making at least however many beats a day three beats a day said three beats a day since what two months ago three months ago yeah. whatever it was i don't remember are you still doing three beats a day or close to yeah it? i gotta make one more for today <laughs> i made two in the morning yeah, i would love so. to hear them so, i can't save them <laughs> uh, he's no, got I the free trial but uh what was i saying oh so eventually self-discipline turns into motivation Mm -hmm. and what two months later now you have the motivation to make them again i feel like maybe some of it's still self-discipline but you definitely have more motivation than you did two months ago for sure no and i I, self-discipline i think you know and and you kind of hit the nail on the head with this but like self-discipline leads to motivation without a doubt right Right. um and and we were kind of talking about this in the library earlier like I was making my bed this morning, right? And right. to me, that's a self-discipline is get up, it make is, my definitely. bed. It's, it's, it's clean the house. Like you walk into my apartment, it's spotless, right? Like dishes are put away, clothes are put away, laundry, whatever, right? And it's like, to me, what, there's, two, there's two reasons I do that. Number one is the self-discipline is if I can't even clean my own house, there's no shot I'm going to manage a company. If I can't even make my own bed, there's no way I'm going to be able to make a movie, right? Like mm. there's that, that mentality. And, there's, and then kind of the other side of that is like, it's just like lazy if you don't, right? And right. I, I'm not. I'm, this isn't like a shame thing, right? Some people even thrive in in their clutter and whatever. But for me, it's like if it takes sixty seconds or less, just do it. If it does, like if it takes, you know, like if there's a shoes on the floor, does it take less than sixty seconds? Yeah, pick it up and move them. Put them in the right place, right? To me, that's the, that's the self discipline mentality of just like, do, just do it. Thank you, and then like. And also kind of like I like to set myself up for thank yourself later type moments. Like it's like me later is going to thank myself for doing this now. Right. And so like if I can say that, then I'm always trying to do it. And I think a lot of uh, of self-discipline. Right. Like in, in what we were saying, uh, what was the first thing you said? What was the very first thing when I asked you a question? What? I liked what you said and I don't remember uh, what it was. Do you what, remember, Revan? What question did you ask? Uh, what, how, what are the, how do you creatively, uh, yeah. How do you creatively, oh, self-discipline. Your yeah, answer yeah. was self-discipline. Self-discipline like Stop beats it. motivation every time. <clears throat> well, I don't really know where I was going with that, but. Hey, we got a recording, so. Yeah, <laughs> we can, we can, uh, we can transition into, uh, the next question here. So Evan, what makes you want to get into such like a saturated market? Like what makes you want to get into something that's like, there's already the best producers out there. Why do you want to, why do you want to join them? Um, honestly, just for the love of music, like just seeing, see, I like, I've definitely thought about that question, but there's so many different answers to it. Mm-hmm. So one is for the love of music. Um, I've been listening to music since basically my whole life. Like I started off with, uh, just like Indian music, like being played around my house and stuff. Then it got into EDM. And then in like fifth grade, I was like listening to Fall Out Boy and stuff. And then I really got into rap, like I think like sixth or seventh grade. And then, um, yeah, from there, it just like really expanded. And um, just like seeing the process of how someone can make something that touches like someone's soul 
to such an extent is crazy to me. Mm. And before I even knew like how songs were even made, I was like, I have to, I have to be a person who is able to produce something like this. Like I have to figure out some way or another how I, I can be doing what this person is doing. And I don't want to make it big for like fame or influence or like, even though like I have a deep appreciation for like the culture and stuff, like I just want to do it for myself for the love of music mm -hmm. and just to like prove to myself and like other people that I, that you can literally go out and pursue anything you want to in this life. Like, um, Brian was saying like, he knows where I'm going to be in 10 years. Like, I have to, I, it's not like an obligation, but like, it's up to me to determine whether or not I'm in the position I want to be in, in 10 years. And like, that feels like a lot of responsibility, but like, it never, it never was like that for me. Mm -hmm. I just like knew in my mind that I could do it. Yeah. To me, I, I would say, yeah, like that drive that like, I'm going to be at the Oscars, right? Like that mentality that like, I'm going to be at the Grammys when I win my first Grammy, like that type of conversation. It's, it's not about for me, the fame to me, it's a, a, a milestone. It's a payoff for the work that I've put in thus far. Right. And I, I, do, I think that's like, that, that ties into such like a, a deep philosophical question of like, what is the secret to like a long and happy life? Right. And that's, you know, one of my, one of my topics. Right. But it's like, so many people are like, you know, find, find people you love and all this kind of stuff. And that's a hundred percent true. But I think to me, what I found is like how I continue to maintain this happiness or the love for my craft is I don't get so caught up in being the best I can at my craft. I become and like get really infatuated or get caught up in the idea of me becoming the best learner that I can or the best at humbling myself in a room that I can, right? Being a it's sponge, yeah. Being a sponge. It's if I want to be the best at my craft, then I need to be able to take everything in, right? And because like when I start regurgitating what I've taken in, when I start like saturating the world I'm in, right? with that knowledge that's i only have that knowledge is because i walked into a room and learned it right because somebody else knew more than me right because somebody else knows more than you who they poured into you whether that's even a youtube channel right they took their time they made a video and you were humble enough you didn't let your ego get in the way of you taking in that information and i think that for me is how i lead the happiest life i can it's like a couple things. One, I stop caring what people think, right? I just don't, right? I do what makes me happy, right? But I think doing what makes me happy comes with, though I found a thing that works for me, you found a, a, a like, you made a cool beat, so you keep doing that style of beat over and over again. I made a cool video, or I took a cool photo, so I keep doing the same thing, because if I try and venture outside of that, I get, I'm going to get caught in this, like, I'm a beginner again. And some people's egos don't let them become a beginner again. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I I just started rambling. But. No, dude, like, <laughs> that all of that is valid. Like, see, like not letting yourself become a beginner again. I, I like that because I think a lot of people would do the same thing you were just saying. Like, I know I'm repeating it, but like especially with Evan, he makes a beat and he's like, "Oh, I really like." I remember specifically we found this flute sound. And we turned it down a lot. 
we tuned it, it down. Tuned it down, pitched it down, yeah, same thing. Yeah. All, all, all. Pitched it down, we loved it. We kept using it, and we used it on, like, different beats, like a couple of different beats, mm-hmm. and we just kept trying to do the same style, and we weren't, like, going anywhere with it. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, because we didn't want to be a beginner again. We didn't want to have to find a new sound. We didn't want to have to mm-hmm. find a new whatever. So that's, like, a really good point. Yeah, no, and I, I think I, I always get so... <laughs> Like, it's, like, terrifying. Uh, excuse you. Was that a sneeze? Call? Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I pushed the red button. Though, okay. so. No, dude, you're good. I just, <laughs> you know, heard it through my headphones. So, um, <laughs> no, no, you're good. Like, I'm, I'm canceled. <laughs> get out of here. Get in the, You see yourself out. No, I, uh, wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> Becoming a beginner Becoming again. a bitter, beginner again. Yeah, like, and, and that's just so, when I, when I heard somebody, like, quote this idea of like becoming the lowest in a room walking into a room being the the acting like you know nothing and that was honestly my mentality coming into school half of the people like some of my classes 90 percent of the people i encounter with other than like you guys know i make movies know i do photography like all this kind of stuff like most people just know me as ashton which is what i desired coming here was i want to come here and just not I, I don't want to bring my photography and my work to the table i want to bring my personality to the right. table i want to bring ashton to the table and if they receive that awesome but then when other people start bringing like you who you bring knowledge you bring uh creativity you bring inspiration to the table i soak that in i'm like yes like because evan's excited because brian's excited now i'm excited no right? like i f- the way you talk about film and just like how passionate you are about it, I feed off that all the time. Like, and that goes for anyone. Like, if you're passionate about something, and like I can tell you are, like the, just like mm-hmm. your body language, like you talk with your hands a lot, like when you're talking about this particular topic, or like just like yeah. just like little things, like your vocabulary, like when you'll get a Grammy or an Oscar, like if I know you're enthusiastic about it, then I'm enthusiastic for you, yeah. and that like that just like fuels my own ambition mm-hmm. just like wanting to just like be successful in like what i want to do yeah no and and yeah it's just it's i i i've said this i've, I've said this before on the show and and i i promise i will probably live by this for the rest of my life even even if it's something that i um like I, it's one of those like tattoos that I'm like I need to get this on me stat and it's it's passion is contagious right it the, the the passion that people have for their craft for whatever they're doing like whenever somebody you know if they come in and they start talking about I don't know something like <laughs> teachers even some of my professors I have professors who are so passionate they just love to teach they love what they do so much that they just can't keep it in, right? It's that sponge mentality. They've taken in so much information that they love that they've just gotten so full that these professors start bursting it out. And that's one thing I love about UC. So if, if I send any of that, to, if, if they take any of this, take this part, is that what I've noticed about UC professors is like they're just so excited about the topic that they're on. And most of them for me are, you know, film-based topics. Um, and so I can't really speak for, you know, business or what are, what is your major? I'm biomedical engineering. Biomedical engineering. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so I can't really speak on those, those professors and what they do, but you can tell the difference between the, the professors that get excited about what they do and the professors that don't. 
right? Yeah. You can tell the difference between the ones who are just like, here is information. <laughs> and I was a professional at this time, but now I'm not like type type stuff. And it's like their excitement somehow gets me excited for documentary theory, like, or the conceptualization <laughs> of art cinema. Like what? Like, like that yeah, type of more. stuff. It's like, I don't, you know, I, I never would have been, you know, passionate about that topic or I never would have even probably paid attention to that topic until, until uh, their passion led to, wow, maybe that is a cool topic or yeah. whatever. And so I try to be that way with creativity and, and filmmaking, but creativity as a whole. is yeah. Like another thing too that comes with that, like <clears throat> if you can get other people excited about something you're excited about, that's a talent. Mm. Yeah. So like, I was saying the way you talk about film and stuff like I don't know anything about like B-roll or like how to work a Sony whatever camera you have. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I don't know how any of this audio equipment works, but like just like you got me excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, you that like to put it simply. Yeah, you got me excited about it. Like you can you show me like all these cool products and like your short films, like the color saturation, like all of that and I, I can see a final product and like this guy's talented and like i don't need to see a final product to know that you are i appreciate that yeah so like you're one of those people you like man i like i look up to you a lot already shoot just, like, man stop no, no like we're just in a frat together no. <laughs> <laughs> no but like your motivation like that's inspiring to me like and it's making me rethink about like the way i'm making beats even. yeah and like that's something I can I have to thank you for. Like, yeah. Seriously, I no, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for saying that. Um, I a lot of my motivation comes from, uh, and I've told you this, Evan, but I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, Brian. But a lot of my motivation comes from, I always strive to make me, not not twenty years, not ten years, not here's where I see my. I, it's where do I see myself in a year? Get there. Where do I see myself tomorrow? Get there. Where like like because quite literally i can't control where i'm going to be at in a year but i can control right now and what i can do is reflect is is me is how i know i'm doing well oh, is, he, is he's about to basically, say something basically crazy, a bro. form of measurement right is is how i know is doing how i'm doing well is it is me a year ago jealous of me now that that to me is the form of measurement that i use right that that's I was, crazy i was literally gonna say something about that like, yeah probably 20 minutes ago i don't remember what we were talking about but one of like one of the main quotes i like i look at is a really simple quote but mm. it's like in a year ago or in a year like if, if you don't start something a year later you're gonna wish you started yourself it. a year ago started like that day or whatever. I don't even know how to word it, but no, you're, but that's that's it. Look, that is that's the premise of the topic. Yeah, hundred percent. And that that is to me. And like I I started kind of like on my YouTube, and it's not like super public information because it's it's for me at the end of the day, and it's I'm like striving to every single week find a problem and make a video out of that problem therefore forming story arc i don't know if you guys know anything about three-act structure and all that kind of stuff but like nope well that's basic <laughs> that's basically the premise of like i'm practicing because i'm really bad at i have a beginning and i always have an end but i never have that second act i never have that hmm. why am i why am i doing well why am i doing this why am i whatever because like the, the second between act, stuff. exactly the second act always drives your why the first act is your your catalyst and your third act is your resolution but why You're right missing the meat from the bone exactly and so i'm doing all of these i'm doing these like exercises uh 
Yeah, no, that's a great point though. It's 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 I have all of these skeleton ideas and none of them are ever going to take life if I don't start practicing, right? Mm, like right. I have all of these conceptualized thoughts, right? You have songs that are just up here, but it's like and it's like I'm not there yet. I can't make that song yet because I'm not, you know, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like like I can't make that feature film yet. Like but it's like when am I going to make it though? When can I do it? And so that a lot of me is well okay just i guess start right now start right now like i'm not good at three-act structure so instead of attempting to practice three-act structure on a two hour and a half film i'm going to practice my two-act structure or three-act structure on a four-minute movie or like a four-minute little docuseries or something right like i'm practicing on a smaller scale for the premises that are larger and i think that goes into what we were talking about once at the house was you know you're like oh, i really want to get into sense it's like okay cool Make a synth melody, make a synth hook. Don't make the synth three and a half minute song because you don't know how to do synths yet, right? And, and that's or just make the example. a song three and a half minutes long. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like, a, that, hey, that's I'm a, not there yet. No, literally. And uh, and so it's just like taking those like small active steps of in a year from now, I want to be able to make a feature length movie. Mm -hmm. So what can I do today to get to that feature length movie? Like I want to have a Grammy. So what am I doing right now to lead to that? Like, it's not for me, it's so it's not so much about like, what can I do in a year? Like, or like when I get to a studio, when I get access to good recording stuff and all this kind of stuff, it's just like, what can I do right now with what I have? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's like, there's, a, I'm really just rambling in a really roundabout way. No, no. But like, of, honestly, to answer that, like. I think the only thing that you can do is just to start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to make, like, house music. I want to make drill music. I want to make, like, like anything musically that I touch, I just want to be satisfied with it. I want to make everything. Like, I yeah. want to make weird stuff. I want to make, like, you know, like, I can't just be, like, a year from now, if I'm still sitting on my computer making trap beats with the same hi-hat and snare that i use at 145 bpm i'm gonna be pissed i mean sorry no, i'm you're gonna good. be mad but like like again dude like that's what you're saying like i have no excuse to be just sitting here making the same beat over and over again mm -hmm. like trying to you know get praise from people but like i just have to start doing other things like i have to make i have to use a synth mm -hmm. if i don't know how to make sense like i you got to become a beginner again. Gotta yeah, I, I got to humble myself <laughs> yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, I know what I'm good at, but, like, I guess I'm afraid of people seeing what I'm not good at. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. like, I, I always like showing my beats off to people. But, like, the cool ones. The, yeah, no, I can say I can make a, fi a beat in five minutes, but I already know what that beat is going to sound like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I want to make something that's, like, genuinely like creative i need to go into it having no idea what i'm gonna do mm -hmm. yeah no and that always helps and like sometimes for me like obviously you know something will spark an idea and all this kind of stuff and you know you can go into it with that right the motivation or the the inspiration from something else but yeah and i think you 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 kind of hinted at it for a second was um something uh, what did you say you said something about like loving what you're doing i don't remember did he say something like that personally i don't think no okay well shoot but i did have a i did i was hoping there would be a segue there but i guess there isn't yeah, let's hear um, it let's hear it but uh i like there's there's another quote and i said this to you in the library earlier today 
Uh, I would rather fail doing what I love than fail making something some, something I think someone else would like. Um, yeah, that's what it was. Seeking praise. You were like, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. You make something to seek praise from other people. And uh, so somebody actually told me that. was in, in, They said it in a much more paraphrased way, and I wanted to turn it into a quote. But um, they were like, yeah, like st- when because I was like, yeah, my my professor was really like proud. Like he, you know, he went out of his way to tell me that he liked my work. Yeah, and um, somebody told me, and they were like, yeah, but don't don't base your future work off of that. Don't base your future work to please them, because at the end of the day, like their happiness isn't dependent on how well you do. They don't care, right? Yeah. Somebody else's happiness isn't dependent on whether you're passionate about your work or not. Right now, that can they tell the difference between whether you were your passion or not? Yeah, hundred percent. But they cannot, like, they don't care. Like, yeah, no, like you can do what you love, and like you can show it to other people. But mm-hmm. when you start, like, I'll take me for for an example. Like when I start making beats for like people saying, "Oh, that sounds sick," or like, "Oh, that's crazy." Like I only start making beats that I know they'll have that reaction mm-hmm. to. That's when I start losing touch with like what my real aspirations are when it comes to like music production and all this stuff. Yeah. No. And, and I, I uh, like going back to some of those like YouTube things that I tried doing and like these like mini docs, right. Um, like, you know, they don't get like hardly any views. Right. But for me, like, I don't care. Right. I think my goal is like, cause like I made some like back in the beginning of the summer and like, I went back and rewatched them the other day and I was so satisfied with the fact that I like documented that little portion of my life, right? I got to go back and relive that memory or relive that whatever, relive that satisfaction of making the video again and all that kind of stuff. And it was like, if I would have cared like that other people, you know, thought me putting a video on my YouTube was cringy or whatever, then like I wouldn't have done it. And now I wouldn't have that satisfaction of, you know, happiness, right? I wouldn't have that. They're like, oh, but like, you don't have, you know, 10 million subscribers. You don't have, you know, you know, 10 million listens. You don't have whatever. But it's like, I, I, I don't think the 10 million listens don't matter if one listener doesn't like it. Right? In mm. you being that one listener. That's uh, crazy. I, and I think that's, if I'm, I, I put, you know, I'll put stuff out on my Instagram. I'll, I'll, you know, take photos and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, I know what's going to get likes on my Instagram. I know what's going to get views on my Instagram, right? Like I've studied the algorithm. Like I understand it, but the algorithm doesn't excite me. The, alg- the, 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 what is the saturated market? What is the fast food entertainment industry that is right now with TikTok, Instagram, all this kind of stuff that doesn't excite me. It's what excites me is the, the long form content or not even long form, just the stuff that people care about, the stuff that people are like intentionally putting thought into, right? Let's, uh, let me take this example. Kid Leroy made the Stay song with Justin Bieber a year ago. Blew up, revolutionary song. From that point on, everybody tried to copy that mentality or the, the flow of his song. The, 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 the synth wave. The, the like, synth wave, the, but like, like the... the yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Every, and that was just so like pop, like mass production recreate put it out because they saw what numbers did well mm, yeah um and but then like you listen to other songs that you're like yo have you heard this quote slept on artist all this kind of stuff they're making crazy like beats like like they're making heat they're uh th- their lyrics are insane they're deep they're really diving into some stuff and it's like yeah and they will probably never get that recognition 
Yeah. They might, right? They might. Um, you know, we have some really prime examples, you know, like uh, obviously Kanye is one, uh, J. Cole's one, like some of those like really big, you know, mainstream <coughs> artists who are making some real stuff. Um, you have some of those people, those are the lucky people, right? But then everybody else who is creating from that like really authentic place and, you know, like they really just have a passion for their work. Not all of them are getting the recognition. and yeah. But the reason they keep creating that work that they're so passionate about is because they're not looking at the numbers. They're looking at how they feel after they put out a song. Yeah. <laughs> that's my full circle way of saying that statement. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's the same thing with Evan because he produces, what, three beats a day, three months straight. Before that, he was making, I don't know, sometimes he made five beats a day, sometimes it was one, it's whatever. You've probably made over... Probably somewhere around a thousand beats, would you say? And Maybe like more. Two wow. thousand beats in like two years. Two thousand beats in wow. two years, let's say that. So what and you have That's some juice world stuff. Two thousand <laughs> beats in two years and you have zero monthly listeners. No, zero like, ple- like my, zero views, my way, zero plays, zero everything. And yeah, I'm not on Spotify. I made like one song with my friend Paul. It's called I actually uh, nah, I'm not a monthly listener. Yeah, but um the only like action yeah <laughs> i would like to listen to this song i'll now. show you after but okay, okay, okay. But, um yeah like that's literally the only body of work that i have out like i have like some producer credits on it and i have like a verse on the song but like other than that like any of like the beats that i put like actual time into like none of that is on any dsp mm-hmm. no streaming youtube soundcloud none of that right but like and one of the main reasons is that, like, yeah, I can't, like, save my stuff. But the way I like thinking about it is, like, if I can't save my beats right now, but I'm making, like, beats that are crazy, like, actually, like, seriously good, like, things that will blow your mind mm-hmm. and his mind, like, imagine when I'm actually able mm-hmm. to save my beats and put it out on a platform where, like, my demographic is completely different. Oh, yeah. Like, people have... Everyone... Theoretically, everyone in the world would have access to, like, what I'm putting out. And that's what's so, so crazy about this, like, modern day of, like, media and putting art out there, right? Like... Sorry sorry to, like, cut you off. But, like, at this point in time, like, I don't have an... Like, I kind of have an audience, but, like, my audience are, like literally anyone who i'm in a room with Mm. so like anytime i take my laptop out of my bag and start like cooking some like some stuff up it's either he's in the room or like some like random people like five other people right Mm -hmm. and so that those people who are in that room with me at that time that's my main audience yeah so like wait what was i gonna say your audience the the saturated audience uh your room of audience the only people that are listening to you is in the room. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So those are the only people who are listening to me right now. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't, I don't have like a dead, I don't have like a fan base yet. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like once I'm actually like producing, putting my stuff out there, once I have a platform where I can like have, you know, like once I have an audience is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like, I feel like it's basically set in stone that it's going to be like crazy. Like the things I'm going to be making are because like, I'm not Mm -hmm. creating for anyone right now. Yeah. Like I don't have anyone who I need to please. Like this is all for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh But like 
once I can get my stuff out there, like that's going to change everything. Yeah, no. And I think there's something about like, we go, we, we talked about being the humblest in the room or like, can I, like how low can I get to learn off of other people? Right. And I think there's something about though is like, don't downgrade your work. Don't like be like, Oh, I'm not there yet. So I'm not going to, you know, release yeah, it or no, whatever. You have to you know? take pride in like the things that yeah. you're good at, but like, you also have to be realistic with yourself. Like, what are the things that I need to get better at? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, why do my snares sound? Why are my snares like not hitting the same in like my the beat right now as opposed to like the, yeah. a beat I made like a couple days ago? You have to like be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say like, "This is this is like what I need to work on." Yeah, you know what that, I mean. That's like, just, definitely something I did with you. Yeah, no, for sure. At the beginning, he'd send me these like. De well, all right. These I, weak beats. The, all right, these were the first beats I've heard from him, and I, I, I legitimately, I thought they were like, I was like, oh, these are pretty good. Yeah. And he, he'd tell me to rate them all, and I'd always, I'd be like, oh, that's like an eight, eight out of ten, uh, seven. Oh, that's a nine. Yeah. And uh, last year I went back and I listened to them, and I was like, they were, oh my gosh. And these are like zeros out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he kept sending me more and more, and I kept hearing the same things, and I was like. Eventually, I was like, well, uh, I don't really like that one. And I feel like at first it was like, whoa, like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. you don't like, it, yeah, you, no, you never said that, but. No, I, that's the thing like the with him. Thing. Like, people like him are like, you need someone like Brian Mullen in your life, bro. Like, so he'll check you, like, when you're, like, tripping. Facts. No, and that's so, that's so healthy. And he'll, he'll keep it 100% with you. Yeah. Like, I, I'd, I would feel like I put, like, man, I, I, I spent, like, two hours making this beat. I, w I was messing with the EQ, like it sounded fire to me. I send it over to him, boom, six point five. That's crazy. Yeah. But like, that's just him. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So like, obviously his his opinion means a lot to me. But like, obviously it's not like the end all be all. No. But yeah. You know how it, many other people could have liked that beat besides me? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. No, but I still think there's something like I I have a friend. His name's Keegan. Uh, he goes to the Boston Conservatory of the Arts. Right. Like one of the most talented humans I know. Um. And I like here recently have just like restarted like sending him, you know, like some of the pieces I've been putting out. And I'm like, no, nah, honest opinions. How like first, what do you think? But then if if you say you don't love it, how should I restructure it? How should I, you know, like give me some like actual notes? It's like, you know, it's like, ah, it's six five. Why is it a six five, though? Like, I don't love where that's, you know, it's like, ah, that 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 snare. It's like that'd be really cool if it was like a little bit punchier, if it had a little bit more of that, like, you know, a little bit more boom to the kick mm. or something like that, you know, whatever. And so he would like give me these active notes um, in that, like I, and I think any like good creative person always has like that guy yeah, or no, that, that person. That's yeah. him for me. Um, Whenever we make beats together, like I used to go to his house and we'd sit in his, like some, it's like my dad's office, like <laughs> his dad's office. And we'd, we'd have his computer and we'd, uh, that's about it. We'd have just his computer and we'd make yeah. beats and, We'd, we'd just be like the sitting there with our heads like we'd like we'd have airpods and he'd like make something and i i don't know like all the like how to mess with like pitches and like the what? technical terms technical yeah, not, yeah I don't, come on bro like, i don't know <laughs> so i tell him i'd be like yo this note like split it up or like put in this or like you need another sound or you need another this or you need another that something like that so i feel like once we started making them together is once I finally gave you that advice that your friend Keegan was giving you or whatever you said. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Like 
Brian, Excuse like me. he, I'm just like super, I, I, I trust Brian's opinion enough to know where like, if I need to like fix something mm-hmm. with like something that I make. Cause we, like ser- we've been like freshman year, bro. Like he used to toss me his AirPods in like Spanish class and we'd just like be bumping what, like 420 in London, like, <laughs> second period. But like we, we share like a lot of the same music. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it's just me, tr- like me being recep- receptive to whatever opinion he has about m- my music. And like, it's an opinion that I respect a lot because mm-hmm. he's seen the process from the beginning. And like, again, we've just like been through a lot together. So I know what he likes and he knows what I, I like too. So I think what was funny is, I think it was the end of senior year of high school. Like you, you told me, we were sitting in my car and you were like, yeah, like, like I, you were like I always thought like I was the music guy, but like you're the music guy. Like you know all this music, like you Dude. all this stuff, <laughs> bro. It, and it like it blew my mind because I always thought like he was the music guy, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, he knows all the music. Like sometimes like I'll know a lot of it, but it's because like it's because of him or like oh I know the song, but like how does he know this song? And I realized I was like, dude, this is like this is weird. Like, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't really know. Again, it's just like being a sponge. Like I I. W- like to be honest bro like i always used to be jealous of him i would be like i have to find new music so i can show him and just like one of him no i still do that (laughs) no and everybody does yeah Yeah. i do do the same thing i'll try and find music that he hasn't heard he tries and find music (laughs) we used to sit in my car and we'd always we'd we'd both go to the three hours bottom of my our playlist and we're like have you heard this and we'd play it and then he's like yo play this have you heard this we'd see (laughs) that's amazing dude no but it just like got to the point where like I was just, it was just like, I was just like in awe at like the stuff that he knew. Like he like, um, like there was just like one person who put me onto Weezer and like no doubt. And like, he put me onto green day and just like things that weren't rap and just like, just like good music, uh-huh. things that weren't just like hi hats and snares and like, Nirvana. like, yeah, just like good music. And it would it would like instead of I, it was just me being receptive yeah. again like not to just his opinions but like his own interests when it came to music and like i can learn from that i can learn about different patterns different melodies why like why an eight step hi-hat sounds better on like a song that's 90 bpm because it just it'll pick up the pace more on like a slower tempo song and that's just from music that he showed me. Those aren't even terms that he knows. Yeah, but, but like that, those are just things that I pick up because like I would just listen to a song that mm-hmm. I wasn't familiar with. Well, and I think that goes a lot into uh, what, what one like yeah, you being reciprocal or uh, receptive of what somebody else is giving you, right? That other people have opinions, that other people have uh, value to bring to the table, right? Yeah. I think that also goes into, and we were kind of, you know, we touched on this earlier, but that like you have to like know the rules. You have to understand the rules. You have to know the rules of what you're doing. That's your craft, right? To be able to break the rules, right? Mm. You have to know the rules to break the rules, right? And so like there's so many things about. um, (laughs) That was crazy what you just said. No, no, and uh, like for instance, like in, in my in my field, like. There are rules to filmmaking. You never break the 180. You have to cut beyond uh, on a 45 degree axis. You have to do X, Y, Z, right? Like there's stuff you have to do um, in film, right? 
um, you know, understanding, you know, understanding uh, diegetic sound and non-diegetic sound and what that is in a movie and all this kind of stuff. But like, and so with you understanding all of those attributes of, you know, filters and, and EQs and, and the different types of 808s and the different types of hi-hats and the different types, whatever, right? Understanding all of that and allows like what, you... Yeah, what their purpose is. Exactly. allows you to listen to a, a, a banger of a song, right? You can just listen to it. And because you know the rules, you can be like, oh, well, shoot. Like, they're using XYZ in this. And like, oh, wow. Like, I really love how they slipped that into there. And Dude, it's like... It's like gotten to the point where like I can listen to like a little baby song and I know he's using like a spins 808 cuz like I like everyone just uses that 808. Yeah. Like I I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, yeah. Not, you definitely do not know what that is. <laughs> I can tell you what the 808 is. It's yeah. like it's like the bass. You know what 808 yeah, is. Yeah, okay. Like, I know what the 808 bomb, is. But... Bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> but I don't know what the uh, the no, different types of 808s yeah, are. Uh, like the spin. It's yeah. just like... Me neither. Uh, yeah. And, but it's like, exactly. Like, I can be like, it's like, oh, wow, the use of a Dutch angle here is like really unique. Or it's like, oh, wow, like I, I really enjoyed that, like, you know, that J cut, like, you know, you know, taking the sound over into here or like... Wow, you know, just different types of stuff, and then you can apply it and to then, something then, else because, yeah. like, it's like I know what a J cut is, but why would I ever use it? I but know. then I see somebody else using, I'm like, ah, now that's a good example of how you would use that. So I'm gonna take that principle and apply it to my songs, just like you. You're like, yeah, I know what a spin away to it is, but a eight oh eight is, but I don't know when I would ever use it or whatever, right? But then you hear a song that uses it and uses it really well, you're like, ah. I, that would be cool. Like Ooh. I can now take that uh, and utilize it into your stuff. Uh, and like what you were saying about knowing the rules to break them. Yeah, like, dude. Okay. That resonated. Like I was doing that and like, I didn't even know I was doing that, but like, I remember Brian like moved into his dorm and it was like the, it was like after the first week he had moved in and like, I would always come over a lot and like, I just make beats with mm -hmm. like him and Ben and like there was this one moment where like i think i clicked the button on accident and it it replaced like all it replaced <laughs> all the hi hats with a snare so like did it sound dope and it sounded crazy and i had no idea what i did but like i thought he did it cuz he was like messing around on the computer i don't know how to use the thing so yeah, maybe i like, did do it man, on accident maybe but like happy accident though either way but like it sounded fire and like i just went from there yeah. and like it, it, I just made something that I was really satisfied with. Well, the thing is, because you'll be making beats with people like Ben. Like I remember there's one day it was you, me, Ben, and Jake. Ben and Jake. Ben's my roommate. Mm -hmm. Jake's someone who lives in the floor. Yeah. So both in the frat, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, for the people. <laughs> uh, Jake as in? Uh, Bogart. Bo okay, so Cade's roommate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were all in uh, my room. He was making a beat. And uh, Ben and Jake, like, don't know much about, like, making music. Like, they love music. Yeah. I guess same with me. I don't know much about making music. But, but we all just have a passion for music. Yeah. And yeah. One, of, one of them said, like, yo, what if you use, like, a, like a bell? Like, the big, like, what's like, like? you know the yeet bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the tube, like, <coughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, so like, like use that into a song. Big tubular bell. Bro, you have it, right? Yeah. It's you have the beat? No, no, not uh, the beat. He has the bell. Oh, uh, okay. Like, it's the yeet bell for anyone who's like <laughs> listening in. If you know who yeet is, you'll know the sound. Yeah. 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 I, I don't remember what it was, but someone's like, yo, you have to put that in. And we found it on uh, YouTube. We put it on Apple Music, transferred it from Apple Music to my laptop, and then he put it in. 
It sounded. And we we like loved it. I remember everyone was like recording the beat. And we're like, <laughs> oh my gosh! And we had it on the speaker and we yeah. were all like bumping it. Yeah, it's and just it like l- some some like random person who didn't know how to make beats. Yeah, like, said no, something like, and he was like oh, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, again, like you were saying about like like being a sponge and like just like learning how to be humble. Like yeah, if I if I had an ego and I was like yeah, I make beats. You know what I mean? Like I can I can I make the best beats. Mm-hmm. Like I know everything there is to know about beats. Like I could have ignored what that one person said. Like, like someone who you don't put bells in this. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah. Like, like what is this person talking about? But like, if I know how to be like receptive to like even just like random people, like mm-hmm. that that one sound changed the <coughs> dynamic of the whole entire room. Like everyone was standing mm-hmm. after they heard yeah, the oh, first sure. bell hit. Like, people were vibing hard. Yeah, yeah. no, like. It, it was just like a good time and yeah. that was all just because like one person contributed to like the conversation and like i'm always looking for stuff like mm-hmm. that so i'll always look for feedback i'll always ask like again being a sponge yeah, yeah dude no and like especially like even people outside of the the creative world right like you know like if somebody were just like if i were to show you a film and you're like yo but like do you remember that one shot like let's say like you know we were making some type of documentary and you're like yo like what if that one clip went here and it's like oh shoot yeah that's a great idea like i didn't even think about that right yeah no. like most feedback isn't negative now obviously some people can be like oh this sucks right like that's that's the feedback that you ignore right but it's the feedback that they're like yo have you tried this what are your thoughts on this type of, you know, whatever the approach or the change or the whatever it is. Right. And that's, that's the positive stuff. You know, when I, when I do say reciprocal, I do say that with like a bit of a grain of uh, grain of salt. Cause like, you know, if people are like, yeah, dude, you're, you're trash. You you should give (laughs) up. Like, no, like don't do that. Ignore, ignore that. That's the stuff you ignore. Um, But like people who like, who aren't like fully invested, mm-hmm. but they acknowledge what you're doing. Yeah. And they try to like, they just try to contribute in any way that they can. So like, uh, you don't have to know all everything there is to know about music yeah. to like, give me advice. Like it's literally just using your ears. Like, Hey, <laughs> do you think this sounds good? Like, yeah, no. And, and, and like, honestly, yeah. I'd prefer like getting feedback from people who don't know much about music. Because they can just, I don't know how to word this, but <laughs> see me, I know like, like side chain, like all the technical terms there is to know about like making a song. Yeah. But if someone says like, what if you just like slowed it down instead of saying like, oh, take the tempo from this BPM to this BPM and then just like change the like you know yeah do that if they just like tell it to me in simple terms i can be like okay i like where your head's at yeah how about and like it's not like complex it's just simplicity Mm -hmm. it's like keep everything simple just like i like to make beats off of like just like the first idea that comes to mind yeah like i start out with simple hi-hat and snare i take you know simple suggestions from simple people simple suggestions from simple people yeah and like that not to sound like demeaning or yeah, whatever. is that a roast yeah no. <laughs> no, no, no no not like that's not a roast but like i don't know simplicity works though it does don't oh, ever gosh. try to like complicate things too much like yeah. dude you know you know the power beat like power the song power by yeah, Kanye yeah. West? yeah 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 he made that beat in 15 minutes of course he did yeah like you know how insane that is and like the otis beat that sample mm-hmm 
Hit Boy, he produced that in eight minutes. Like in an eight minute studio session, he produced Otis. Yeah. Like I don't know if you guys know like what Otis is, like the song mm-hmm. or like the context to like Wash the Throne or whatever, but like Crazy. It like I wish I could do that. Yeah. No, and I think that just comes with practice. That also understands with somebody no, that comes from somebody who understands, right? Mm. Right. And in the sense of, right, let's take Kanye. He knows music. You can't tell you can't tell me he doesn't. You can't tell me Kanye doesn't understand producing. He does. He understands it so well that he revolutionized it. He under, facts. He under like somebody somebody like and you can say whatever you want about like his current state of mind and like what he's posting, whatever, right? But, but just looking at the music just looking at his music and his context No and, contest. Right. Like, like seriously. And, and and that I think that also comes from and, and that's why I really do find like the beauty in like music or music history right there or like film history like when i study films like casablanca and i study classical hollywood and and all this kinds of stuff where you study you know uh 90s rap you study that like the early 80s type music right like where am i coming from because once you recognize where you came from Mm. you can you get a much better understanding of where we're going right (laughs) dude like i like oh my god bro (laughs) That's so crazy to me. Like, but it's true, right? Yeah, no, no, it is. And like I've I, I I was always saying, like, man, you gotta respect the people who came before you. Mm-hmm. Just like learn from the greats. And here you are just like like I always knew that's what I had to do, but like no one ever like had the words to say it to me. No, you know yeah, I mean? and like, like that would be like that would be like, oh, we're in modern film now. That would be like if I looked at, you know, the 1990s, 1980s, even Steven Spielberg looked at his Jaws, or like looked at Jaws, looked at E.T., all this kind of stuff. And was like, Jaws. yeah, those movies were garbage, right? If I was like, yeah, but like from from a technical standpoint, we I'm better. My phone shoots at a higher resolution than the camera that Jaws was shot on. Jaws is a great movie. It's a great I movie. I love Jaws. Because, and, but if I go back and start learning about three act structure how did why was why was steven spielberg so successful was because he revolutionized his time he took the tech that was already pre-existing took the 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 concept of filmmaking and said but here's what i here's what i'm thinking right but steven spielberg understood film right and so my goal is like i want to understand filmmaking i want to understand music so i can revolutionize it because if i don't understand what the heck is going on then I'm not going to understand how to change it. Yeah, like, I'm still learning when it comes to, like, everything Ableton and, like, like music just mm-hmm. as a whole. And, like, I just want to I wanna understand every single part of it, like, every single detail, every nook and cranny. Like, I want to look at, like, an analog synth and know what every single knob does. Yeah. But I'm not at that point yet. But I want to get to that point and then where i know i can use everything that's in front of me mm-hmm. and i can manipulate anything how i want to yeah. like sonically yeah then that's where i know like these ideas that i have in my head are going to come to fruition mm-hmm. yeah no and and that's so true right right like i can look at a look at a movie and or, or whatever and it's like i can understand that like you know, you look at like a fight scene in a movie or like a dance scene in a movie. And now I can understand that they shifted from 24 frames to, per second to 120 frames per second and then exported it out in 24. Right. To give us that whatever look. Right. And it's like understanding how, you know, 
your your frame rate and your shutter speed all ties into your ISO and all just all this kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, the reason they shot at a wide wide open aperture is is different than why they close their aperture. And it's like to achieve this and that and the other and it's all this kind of stuff, right? Like these bits and tools that you can do whatever you want with them. But if I don't understand what the heck they do, then I can't manipulate them. I can't create that that final product. And for mm. me, who cares how you get to the final product, right? But you can't add that like that touch of Ashton Francis onto whatever. Like, exactly. Scene. I can't make it me if I don't understand what the heck is going on, yeah. right? Like if you look at every beginner photographer, every single one, I kid you not, all of their photos look the same. You could tell me every beginning photographer, even if it's on different cameras, I would say, yeah, that's that. You could tell me that's the same person and I would believe you, right? Because they just picked up a camera and said, I know how to take photos. But it's as soon as you start understanding, I know how to make art is when you can take the tech and apply it to your creativity. Oh, oh my God, dude. Bro, he... Yo, shout out Aunt Ashton Francis, bro. This guy's like... I'm so glad thanks I for you. Thanks like, for shouting me out on my podcast. No, <laughs> I'm all for it, bro. Like, dude, the, you're like... I need to write that down. That you're blowing good. my mind right now. Like what, seriously. Like, what, what did I say? <laughs> I don't even. Oh, know. oh, it's uh, until you have the tech to. Uh, art is created when you understand the tech and combine it with your creativity, right? Is that what I said? Something like that. Something like, dude. Oh my god. So what? Uh, you know, just kind of lightening the mood here. What's your <laughs> what, What's your guys' favorite songs? Oh, like right now? Yeah. Like, what's your go-to? What's the What's the What's the on repeat? What's the even if it's mainstream, who cares? Give, give us a genre. Whatever. Like what? Like right now? Just like favorite song. If you're like, if you're about to go on a car drive, what's that? What's the song you're queuing up to be like, like? All right, bet. Car drive right now. Car drive right now. So it's like kind of sunset vibes. What I'm getting. Sure. Yeah. It's six o'clock. Sunset vibes. What are you vibing to? So Maybe I, windows are cracked. I couldn't just seventy say, degrees. It, it, depend, it depends on the. It depends on the. Oh my gosh. What does it depend on? Maybe the, the mood. mood the my vibe. Mood, my mood. My mood. Okay. Mood. Uh, if I'm like right now. What would you listen to? I'm trying to personally. All right, I love Detroit rap. That's something that I've always loved for a long time. Not a lot of people like that type of music. I, I, I think I kind of put Evan on. He likes it a lot more yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But before I, that, I definitely did not like Detroit rap when he first showed me. But I, I, I like to dabble in Babytron. Not as much <laughs> as Brian though. But right like, now, I've been listening to like a bunch of Cardi leaks, like uh, Walk and Woe, um, a little bit of Young Lean. ESTG, Katy Perry, TV Girl. Katy Perry. Bro, mm-hmm. don't say you listen to Katy Perry now. Okay. I'll, all right. No, bro, that's okay. Oh, no, no, no. That no, was no. at the time, bro. I was no. not trying to listen to Katy Perry. There was, there was <laughs> like one day Tuesday. I was bumping Katy Perry in the car, that's and he was like, bro, I don't want to listen to this. Like, Yeah. Now he's on Katy Perry. Oh, listen, Katy listen, Perry. at the time, I did not want to listen to Katy Perry. Bro, it was like a Tuesday. What's When is the right time for a Katy Perry song. I was just not feeling Katy. A Friday Perry, night. Man. My fault. My yeah. bad. Well, um, I've been listening to um, uh, the sweater song by Weezer a lot. That's a banger. I I have that on my playlist. And um, oh my, don't speak by No Doubt. That song's fire. Okay. Ultimate breakup song. No cap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I would say right now, what am I listening to? I'm listening to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that a little too depressing? No, no, no. It's Joe. Was that a callback? I'll give you context later. Okay, okay, cool. No, do you have the song? In My Room by Chance Pena. 
I don't even. I don't know if I know that song. Yeah, you do. You know that song. I can't. You can't play it here, but I'm not gonna play. it. I'd get taken down pretty quick. Actually, I mean, if it's more than six seconds, yeah. So you can play me six seconds of the song. In my room. (laughs) No, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Dojo, uh, DJO. Um, He's dope. Uh, Koja Q. I've been listening to a lot of him here lately. Uh, Yeah, because Koja Q's got all of my vibes. He's got like, oh, when I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> when i'm like really vibing he's got like some hard stuff but then also like he can also set the mood if you you know know what i'm saying that's yeah. what in my room is that's what my vibe song okay dope it's if a vibe I'm, song yeah if i'm going rap like if i'm trying to like bump my head back and forth, mm-hmm. anything detroit yeah something, something detroit it's gotta be oh that's yeah. detroit rapper hit me real young og the most mainstream detroit rapper He's the best one for a reason. RMC Mike runner up. RMC Mike to runner up. And no. I feel like hot I, take runner up. Oh gosh, who's your favorite? Do you say Rio as well? For Detroit, I like YSR Grams a lot. YSR Grams is really good. I don't know any of these people you're naming, but hey. <laughs> Now you got to get put on, dude. <clears throat> I can hit you with uh, my favorite <clears throat> cinematographers. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I like no. I like some uh, I like some Scorsese. Number Scorsese? two, number yeah. two is runner up Lil Yachty. Okay. Only only his Detroit style though. Oh. My number two rapper of all time is not Lil Yachty, but oh. Lil Yachty's Detroit style rap is number two. All right. And then RMC Max number three. I feel like I don't know. Babytron's f- number four. YSR Grams is number five. Yeah, top five. There's a lot of thoughts on Drake. A, is that like weird? Drake? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, do people mess with Drake? I stuff? love Drake. Okay. Yeah, he no, loves Drake. Drake. Dude, I love Drake. You could go to his oldest, oh, okay. oldest album, pick any of the Bro, songs. He Dra- knows. So I have two. Oh, hold on. Let me get the let me get the statistics up. I have two thousand two hundred ninety three songs in my liked songs. Out of all of those songs. I, the most songs in there. This is all just Drake. Oh my god, that's like 107 songs, which doesn't sound like a lot, but like that's no, that's a lot of songs. Yeah, that's no, a no, few no. like a few hours of music. Yeah, 2,000 songs is like a couple days of music. Oh yeah, no slurping on the mic. Oh, my no fault. slurping on the mic, Evan. That's god. my fault, y'all. <laughs> nah, Drake's good. Yeah, I'm not my favorite. I feel like I always have like at least one Drake song in my rotation. So. You guys like his new album? I kind of like on, it. On, uh, what was it? Honestly, never mind. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Never I mi- I liked it. I liked it. Like the dance hall stuff. Like, it uh, like when I would whenever I'd like play video games or like do homework. It's just yeah. like background. Like I would music. just like yeah. It, it was definitely background rap for sure, yeah. right? But I messed with it. I liked it. Yeah, I like uh, massive, sticky, uh, call. Sticky's good. Yeah, yeah sticky's I like good. calling my name. Uh, Jimmy, what, what's the one? Oh, with, Jimmy, Jimmy Cooks, Cooks yeah. yeah, with Twenty One. Jimmy oh, Cooks, that's a fun song. Uh, Sticky what's it? were the only two songs I like. Uh, current, I like Current. Oh, uh, I like uh, Texaco Green too. Yeah, Texaco Green, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, they kind of all, again, they kind of all sound roughly the same, but like it's yeah, whatever. It's, just, it's background music. Yeah. it's like club music for white girls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that uh, that album gave me uh, Troopy Red. Uh, the trippy red album where he tried to go rock star oh my gosh yeah with the one with uh what what was that was that the pegasus yeah the pegasus yeah album. or whatever i liked I, there was one, one song no 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 one song <laughs> not the whole album oh my god no oh my god no 
We got him. We got him. <laughs> no, no. I like the song. <laughs> there was a song on there that I liked. I don't even remember the name, but I remember being like, yeah, I messed with this. I think I liked one song. Um, I, I just don't remember what it was. Pegasus, Neon Shark versus... Dude, like, Neon Shark Didn't he just release? Pegasus. He just released an EP. Uh, an EP? Yeah. Trippy did, and it's like sad. It's like super depresso. Love Scar Fours is on that album. Um, it's like that Trippy dropped. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, it's uh, he he has a song on there called "Save Me Please," and then uh, I don't know what I don't know what the other song is. There's two songs on it. Wait, uh, not bad. It kind of gives like first draft. Yeah, is that new? I I have not. It is from September thirtieth. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I've only listened to "Save Me Please." I haven't listened to it. We're lagging. Yeah. My fault. You guys are I, trash. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like when there's like a new album or something, Evan and I are like always the first two people to like mm-hmm. know the songs, know like what what's going on, what's like, good, what's bad. I make sure I'm like in the know. Like, I, I don't know. I need to, I need to get on you guys. It's like I need to follow your Spotify account, please, just so I can please. get on that updated music. See, you know what I'm saying? I don't like have Spotify. Uh, I'll follow your Apple Music. I bet I yeah. have that too. So see, like the problem that I have with Spotify is that like. I only I don't have any organization. Yeah, I have like maybe two playlists. I'll right? just scrub through your liked music. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. You can't if you follow someone on Spotify. You can't go through their likes. <sighs> well, and I have so much. You music need to start c- con- confining. I have like, I'm I'm starting to like block out where my music is at. Yeah, for no, like no, I can bases. put you onto so much stuff. Please do. Yeah, he I can too. To make... Dude, if he follows my Apple Music, yeah, there's like, there's no, I don't have like. I feel like I don't have like current playlists anymore. Yeah, no, I just listen. So to ju- we'll just just send me music or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get on some good I'm, music. I'm gonna you redo. Know? I'm gonna redo my Apple Music tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I so need, I can follow it and I get need on it. New playlist, new everything. Yeah. Bro, honestly, you should make a playlist for this podcast. Okay. Like. Uh, do, about what i'm sorry like i don't know just like a playlist for the podcast i like it like every time you have a new guest they yeah like I can, five five songs five songs that match the vibe mm. of the i like that uh yeah i love that idea that's a great idea yeah that'd be cool so uh five vibe you can now <laughs> you can find that playlist uh down in the show notes below um or down in the description below oh, you already made it Oh, we're going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm already, referring to the future people made who made it. Yeah. At this point, I already made it. Yeah. Yes. Ashton or, Francis is just one but, step ahead. But since you guys are on it, right? What if I had the guest send me the five songs that they think fit the best, and then I just put the playlist together? Yeah. So do that. You guys send me five songs that you think match the vibe. You can find the playlist down in the show notes below. The vibe of this podcast? The vibe of this podcast. Our conversation. It's ups, it's downs, oh, all of it. Oh, okay, okay. So I'll, <laughs> I'll take a listen. To I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so for off top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit me. We need to, we need to no, do no, no, no. I already know. Off top, uh, Lord Knows uh, by Drake featuring Rick Ross. Okay. Um, oh, wait, no, no, no. Oh, no, is it Lord? <laughs> okay okay no no so what i'm feeling right now i'm okay. feeling like i'm feeling really good i'm feeling motivated like anytime i talk about like mm-hmm. just creativity and just like literally this whole conversation all, of... all right, but... yeah uh yeah i don't know i've just really enjoyed myself so i'm feeling like really inspirational so lord knows by drake featuring rick ross 6 p.m in new york uh with Drake. Oh my God. Honest by Baby Keem. Facts. Honest? Honest. 
I'm gonna I'm give you this one. I'm gonna give you "In My Room" by Chance Banya. Um, and I need to, these need to be ordered too. Like these need to go in an order. Which so I write uh, write down the songs in an order. Then but that, then they have to go right. in an order we, to match the vibe. Order, we can order them. Yeah. But I'm writing them down to uh, give you guys to order them in my room. So Who's it by? Chance. Chance. Pena. P E N A. But the N's got the squiggly lines over it. Oh. <laughs> what is that? What do they call that? Uh, uh, I took Spanish, bro. We should know this. We got. We got to put it. We got to put in like a baby Tron song. A baby. Oh. Uh, I'm thinking like. We could do Manute Bowl. I like Manute Bowl. We could do. And while they while they look for this song, I feel I'm gonna go ahead and uh, preface that uh, you can uh, subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel uh, and you will never. Uh, miss one of these uploads because they're going to be happening once a week from this point on. Um, so you definitely don't want to miss guests uh, as they start to appear on the show as well. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can go ahead and follow the channel uh, again so you never miss an upload. And maybe you should get notified whenever they happen. Uh, all of the social medias for both Brian and Evan are going to be down in the show notes below as well as the link to the podcast. Did we find the fifth song? This is tough. This is tough. This is really tough. <laughs> All right, we're, we're turning it up. The last one, we're, we're going Manute Bowl. I like Manute, Manute Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, Manute, Manute Bowl by Baby, Bowl Tron. By Baby Tron. Yeah. How do you spell that? <laughs> M-A-N-U-T-E space B-O-L. Manute Bowl. B-O-L? B-O-L. B-O-L. Yeah. Bowl. Who's it by? Baby Tron. Baby Tron. Baby Tron. Uh, okay, so my, my fifth favorite Detroit rapper. I'm not gonna lie, we're at an hour and 17 minutes. We oh. really, we really chatted it up, boys. We For did, sure. we did, in the in the in the best way possible. Do you have any closing statements? Shout out Ashton Francis, best podcaster in the world, Agreed. best cinematographer, Agreed. best filmmaker. He Agreed. takes crazy <laughs> pictures. Agreed. Anything you need from him, reality productions, they got your back. Jeez, man. man okay. Literally, like you already know that's an ad right there. <laughs> nah. He, he's the guy. He's the guy. No, for I, sure. I appreciate the guys. And I appreciate you guys being on my podcast, especially uh, the first one here at uh, at UC. And definitely. Thank you for having us. Definitely excited to for two things. One, to uh, see where this goes. Right. But also to see where uh, the podcast and where, uh, see where this goes, see where this goes. Right. Yeah. And to also see where the podcast and where, uh, you know, Cincinnati uh, takes us and takes our, our, our careers. So again, thank you for listening uh, and make sure that you tune in next week to figure out how Brian can catapult himself over the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Tune, in. <laughs> tune in next week. Thank you for having us. All right, great, guys. <laughs>